You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Good evening, good day, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you are, and welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 127. And you know what, listeners? That bastard, Mark, has left me high and dry. He didn't even have enough courtesy to tell me in time so I could go out and find a co-host. So here I sit with one thumb up my, you know what, and the other thumb in my Oh, Kevin, shut up! I'm back! I'm back! Jeez, talk about complaining about me. If I'm not here, you're whinging about me. Oh, my God, I come in late, and all I hear is mark this and mark that and mark didn't do this. Ah, oh, boo-hoo-hoo. How have you been, mate? Ah, uh, well, I was doing good until right now. Ah, oh, thanks. Jeez. <laughs> Nice friend I've got there. Thank God, when I was on the Deepest Look podcast yesterday, I, I said a lot of things about you. Not as much as you did about me when you were on. But we we spent literally, this show goes for three hours and 16 minutes. It was a non-stop conversation between me and Peter. And it is really a deeper look. I mean, I gave Peter more personal information about myself than I've even given you, Kevin. There's revelations in that show that you will only get there that are just so deep and, and so buried that I'm like, oh, jeez, I shouldn't have really said that, but I did. Does does that mean that now Peter has to go in for psychological screening and, yes, and he may I, never be able to podcast again? Absolutely, and so do all the listeners, and it's amaz- it's actually amazing the feedback, and, you know... I must be. I, I must have this little cult following, I think, because everyone's starting to talk about that episode that I was on and and reference the things, and it's like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm like the cool guy on the internet at the moment. Won't last, of course, but you know, it, it, it's my five seconds of fame, I guess. Uh, but no, fan, fantastic episode, three hours, sixteen minutes, and we actually spoke for an hour longer than that. And you know what? Oh my. Americans have sucky internet. You guys suck. Every time I do a show with Americans, we have problems with Skype. It never works. It's always playing up. Sometimes, Kevin, I'll talk and you'll talk and then I can't hear you and and it doesn't go through on the recording. In all honesty, in four and a half hours that I had Peter on the line, direct from Sydney to London, Skype was crystal clear. It must be your fucking government going and, and the NSA is going and what's Kevin telling us about, you know, telling the, the Australians about which way the toilet flushes and, then, and which way the, the water flows down the pipe. But they mustn't want you to tell us about that. Or maybe, maybe it's just like in Transformers where, uh, you know, they, they actually have uh, the Decepticons stashed in the water treatment places and then in the the you know, dams and, and so forth. So <laughs> could could be that. And you might know, and you mightn't tell me because you know that I'd, I'd, I'd like tell everyone. Tick a lock. That's all I'll say. So you, what, guys, you se- guys have sucky the internet. Se- the secrets I know. Hey, you know, I'll have to say all those episodes I recorded without you, that was three episodes. Uh, the last one would have aired uh, last week. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the one where Tim killed me off in the first five seconds. Thanks, Tim. No, no, no. Now, we have to explain something to the listeners. In real world time, the show that they listen to with Tim 
and Mike. And thank you, Tim and Mike. That was a great deal of fun. I thoroughly enjoyed doing that show. Yeah, you know what? I actually well, like listening and then reporting on, on Twitter and giving everyone, of course, throughout the middle of the night, because I was <laughs> listening to it in the day, and then you all wake up to like 30 tweets of me complaining about stuff you've said. So it was fun. Yeah. But uh, that was actually in real time. That show was recorded three weeks ago. And in in podcast time, it was just two weeks ago. And then the episode that we're going to talk about tonight in a couple places was recorded two weeks ago. But that'll be the show that they'll listen to next before they listen to this one. So in podcast time, we're a week ahead, but they're two weeks behind. Say again. No, the uh, but uh, no, see, but I record with them. We had no trouble. I recorded that episode of NAMP for you. No trouble with that. It's you Aussies that have the internet all screwed No, no, up. no. See, see it, you guys over there, you've got the big pipe, but you only give us a little pipe. You know, it, 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 it's, it's like the... Let, let's put it this way. It's like the you have the pipe running out of a big, tall office building, okay? And, and, and then you're downsizing that pipe... To a little hut, and we're the hut, and that's hut, all we hut. get from you because you go, no, I'm not going to give you more of our data bandwidth and this and that. And look, in all honesty, I mean, look, I, I ragged out on on America quite a bit in the Deepest Look podcast, so I won't do it here again. Uh, but you know, it must just be the pipe between us that is incredibly, it's in, either incredibly small or it's incredibly crowded with a lot of usage, which. It stands to reason, uh, because literally and honestly, but I, I've never had a clearer Skype call, and to do it for four and a half hours, uh, it was absolutely incredible, straight to the UK. So, yeah, the, the pipe just must be too full coming between the US and Australia, or, or something like that. The fluctuations must cause problems, uh, because... Well, yeah, it was you know, perfect. In, in all fairness, we we normally record, you know, a little behind the scenes. We normally record on Friday evenings, mm-hmm. and I have Comcast internet, which is fine. It's it's good service. I don't have a problem with that. But the it you know it's Friday evening here in the United States. I'm on the East Coast of the United States. Everybody's had a long week of work, or for the most part, they've had a long week of work. They're home sitting there. You know, sitting there in their underwear, scratching their butts, watching television, you know, and that's, you know, the, you know, it is shared bandwidth. Now, that, that, that's the problem with cable. And I, I know you're on a cable connection versus a, a DSL connection. And it's the one thing that, yeah, you may get optimum speed and significantly more speed during times when it's not really being used. But when it's being used heavily, like in the evening on a Friday night when people are wanting to watch cable channels and access data and so forth, you're constantly sharing that 100 megabit per second line amongst a whole community of people. And yeah, that that, yeah. that can be hard. That That's where the technology, whilst it's great, uh, especially if your neighbours don't have it, uh, yeah. It doesn't necessarily work well if you're in a built-up area, but uh, whereas DSL tends to be pretty good. In fact, speaking of, of, of telecommunications technology, I honestly find that I prefer 3G and 4G data to DSL as well. I find the pin rates in Australia to be pretty good. 
uh, they're under, for me anyway, under uh, 30 uh, milliseconds. I think it's measured in milliseconds. I may be incorrect there, but um, I'm pretty sure that's correct. But the the, spe- the speeds are there, and I have good connection quality all the time, whereas the ADSL, I don't know, that old copper line, it's it's getting abused. It's uh, it's still viable, which is cool, because the, the lines and, and the technology are kind of 100 years old. The lines aren't necessarily, but... Uh, well, the line to my house is probably about 50 years old, last time it was laid. So, it, you know, it's old technology. <laughs> So it hadn't been laid for 50 years, is what you're saying? Well, you know, it got laid, and then it got rejected and left there. And look, you know the story. You know, it spawns children, and then the children are around all the time. And, you know, 8 p.m. at night seems like a good time to uh, get laid again. And unfortunately, the kids are still not in bed. And then by 10 p.m., (laughs) Well, let's just put it this way. The male and female components of that phone line are just too darn tired to get it on. (laughs) Hey, we have to tell the listeners, too, you accused me of being an internet stalker. On which show? Oh, no, just last week, remember? Oh, I tweeted. uh, Remember, I tweeted out, I said, uh, so the listeners know, Mark and I have exchanged physical mail, too, besides email and stuff like that. So I actually have Mark's home email address. Please see my post online about how to send him bombs. But anyway, the... Uh, well, you already tried to blow up the the, uh, the Great Barrier Reef, you damn Americans. So I got curious. I had been talking to another Aussie that I now know, and I had been talking to him, and I got curious where exactly... In Australia, when I look at it from the big picture, is little, 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 little old Mark there. Little old Mark, you know, where's little sugar oh, that, bear oh, Mark? That, I remember, yeah, you did. You, you, you looked up on the street map to find my house. That's right. Yeah, I looked up on Street View. Yeah, thanks, Google. I, Do you know that a big gun is aimed at my house now, Google? You fuckwits, you stupid morons. That's what he's doing. He's got his big guns there, and he's got his iPad on the gun turret, and, and he's going to get the GPS coordinates perfect. Thanks, Google. <laughs> well, you know, the sad part is you are you, you talk about inequities. All right, we look at where you are at in Australia. I zoomed in. I found your house, yes. right? You can't use Street View. They've never driven my street. The closest oh, thing. really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Do, what, close, do, do you have some high-level member of parliament or, or or someone in your street that they, they aren't allowed to go and... No, it's the closest well, it, thing... It could be you. See, see, Kevin, you, you talk the talk about dealing with people's shit, but we don't really know if that's a metaphor or not. You could be like a secret agent. Okay, now I'm going to have to kill you. Oh, Shit! <laughs> I found a secret out. No. Okay, now we will execute Plan X. Gretel knows what to do. The kids know what they're expected to do. You have ten seconds to move at least thirty miles from your existing position. Yeah, too fucking hard. I'll just sit here and deal with the consequences. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, but no. I the closest thing that they've given Google Street. They've done some here in the town I live in. But the closest I've found is probably about a mile, maybe a little over a mile away, and it's just the main streets. None wow. of the uh, uh, 
residential areas. Hey, hey, Google, you you got to go and drive Kevin's streets so that then, if I need to retaliate, I know where to throw my bombs. Don't know even where I'd get a bomb, but, you know, I'd find one. Well, you know what? I can send you a picture of a target. It'll have a vertical line between two large pinkish-white-looking things. I don't want a picture of your ass. Imagine the, the image. I, actually, that, that's something funny that I did get onto the Deepest Look podcast. If you want to hear me say Uranus for a whole hour, check out the last hour of the Deepest Look podcast. That was funny. Uh-huh. So do you, do you have any Klingons around the Uranus? No. <laughs> but I like... <laughs> <laughs> He's choking now, people. He <laughs> Damn you, Kevin. You, you got me. I'm thinking, why the hell would Clemens be around Uranus? And I'm thinking Star Trek. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, they're going around the planet. And I'm thinking, Clemon. You're right. I will never watch Star Trek and enjoy Clemons again now, Kevin. Thank you for ruining my... Oh, boy. Yeah, just you just got to be careful if the Klingons attack Uranus, because it's just... It's really bad. Yeah, with that black hole, they'll get sucked in the suction hey, zone. Hey, talk about science fiction. I have to tell you that I don't know. Two things since we last talked. I finished watching Under the Dome. Oh, good. Okay. And I watched. Uh, I finished watching all of the uh, Firefly. Ooh, good. Yep. Yes, I have seen Firefly. It's been maybe three years since I've seen it, like, completely, and then watched the movie. But yeah, I haven't seen the it. movie Serenity yet. That's the next thing up. But I watched the tele. That was an awesome show. I am so sad it got canceled. Everyone's so sad it got canceled. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but again, I'm I'm watching it. What like six, seven years too, <laughs> or ten oh, years? Yeah. I think. But look, there's so much TV. You, you can't keep up with it. Well, you can if you may. But then I'm obsessive compulsive because I watch and watch and watch and watch and watch and keep watching. Um. But yeah, no, great series. Just brilliant, brilliant series that Joss Whedon did. And I wish it would return in some capacity. I'd like to see a new network pick it up now. Because it's got more interest, really, I think, now than it ever did have before when it originally aired. Because I saw it the first time maybe two years after it, it finished its initial run. So I, I wasn't watching it at the same time. Um, back at that stage, I was, uh, well, I was getting it on every night. You were pooping uh, in your pants. No, well, not quite. No, I was, I was, I was having a lot of fun with Gretel at that stage. Uh, while it was, while it was on, but I was also checking yeah, out other TV. Can we get a Gretel on that? Hey, can we get Gretel's opinion on that? Hey, listen, I got two kids. I got down with it at least twice. No, but whether or not Gretel was having fun is what we're discussing. Oh, that doesn't matter. She put up with it. And there go the remainder of our female listeners. <laughs> I didn't mean that in a bad way, even though it came out in a, in a bad way. Ladies, you can write to Mark Greentree at mark at markgreentree.com. <laughs> Actually, Kevin, after the Deepest Look podcast, I've got a new complaint feedback email. It's mark.greentree at uranus.com. Ah, it comes right in next to the Klingons at Uranus.com. <laughs> Absolutely. <God. laughs> 
stop ruining Star Trek for me. Now, Firefly is good, and you'll love you'll love Serenity as well. It's a, it's a it's a good like it's a made for TV style film, but it does help to finalize the storyline and and it does help to close out the story a bit. So it it's good. I enjoy it. I it, it's hey it's, it's on my shelf. I haven't seen it for a few years, but when I get around the the cycle of watching it again, I'll, I'll thoroughly enjoy it. So as soon as you circle Uranus, you'll be back to watching it? Absolutely. Okay. I've got to go around the rim. <laughs> right, yeah, get her all the way around the rim. <laughs> but uh, that was a really good show. And um, like I said, I, 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 it even goes back, because I remember hearing it referenced. I heard Ski, Ski, Steve Gibson talk about it on the uh, 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 Security Now podcast a few years ago. And it's even referenced in the Big Bang Theory. Certainly During a couple is. episodes. Yep. So, oh, and you ha, are you seeing this season? Have you got started getting the new episodes of The Big Bang Theory yet? Not legally. Okay, well, but have you seen any of them from this season? Not legally. Okay, that answers. I, I, okay, I, let, let, let me explain something to you, Kevin. I didn't even know the new season was out yet. I I think I saw a tweet or something and said, oh, you know, I saw episode two or something. I'm like, what? Whoa, hold on. And they're four weeks now heading on five weeks into the show in the US. It hasn't been airing on Australian TV, not even on Australian cable. It's not available on the Australian version of iTunes. So there is no way for the Australian audience to get hold of season seven of any episode of The Big Bang Theory legally, which... You know, look, I'll go and get it by illegal means so that I can keep up with you guys in the States, and I will buy it anyway. I'll buy the, the uh, season pass when it comes on iTunes. I always do. But there's a lot of people that won't, and all they're doing by not having it out here is they're just losing sales from people that would actually go to iTunes and actually subscribe to the season pass. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's stupid. Yeah, it, but it's... I'll have to say, you know, you and I have talked before about maybe it had jumped the shark. Maybe they hadn't. Uh, I'll have to say they've kind of minimized the Penny Leonard thing a little bit. You know, they, yeah, it's good. they play it up a little, play it up a little bit when when they want. But then they, you know, they're bringing in the other storylines and stuff like that. And I'm 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 enjoying this season so far better than I did last season. Yes, I I would say that's a fair assumption as well from me. Uh, I you know the the whole episode with Leonard and Penny where his Leonard's mother gets reinvolved because Leonard goes for the left breast and and that, I mean that's funny and that's <laughs> hilarious and it's a good episode even though it's harping on their relationship again but the good thing is they haven't done this there's no relationship there's a breakup again all that kind of rubbish and it's like oh thank god they haven't gone there I you know what I still really want to see Leonard and uh sorry Sheldon and Penny get together. Well, then there's uh, one episode this season. Maybe it's the one that's coming up. I can't remember that uh, they spend some time together again. They're the best episodes, though. I mean, I I love it. And uh, I think it would be absolutely great because, let's see, she's done it with Raj. She's done it with Leonard, of course. And... No, 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 no. She hasn't done it with Raj. She woke up with him. She was helping him put on a condom, and he... Fell asleep. Finished, finished, finished I'll finish first. Ah, okay. 
And then they both went to sleep. But she kind of got down with it anyway. <laughs> oh, only in the very literal sense, much like uh, Bill Clinton saying he never did have sex with Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> you know, we, had, we actually brought that up bagging out Americans and American politicians on the Deeper Look. This is like the Deeper Look podcast part two for me, Kevin. <laughs> because when I went to the deepest look, we, we just let everything fly. So I was talking, 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 and, and didn't shut up for hours. So I kind of ended up being a, a, a NAMP and GSA all over again. And um, But no, we, we I don't know if it was after the show or what, but... Me and Peter were, were talking and saying, you know, Bill Clinton, President of the United States, he could have had any woman he wanted. And she wasn't the, the most gorgeous woman in, in America. And it's like, oh, my God, what a douchebag. Yeah, he, well, I'm, I, I'm not going to espouse my political views right now. Oh, that, uh, that's, got not, that's got nothing to do with political. He just, he could have had so much more. He could have been like Hugh Hefner. Yeah, but but a lot of people associate... When you bag on a politician, they associate that with your politics. Oh, yes. Okay. I, look, I just bag on all politicians. Cause oh, I no, do too. No, none they're of, all idiots. They're all idiots. None of them are, 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 are worth their weight in gold. Let, let me ask you, is America still in this sort of uh, shutdown phase of where the government is, is saying, oh, you know, we can't agree, so we're, we're still on holidays? No, they went. Back, the federal government went back to work. Uh, was it? It would be yesterday in real time. So that I think that's right. Seventeenth, that, might have been that's, the sixteenth. That's just absolutely crazy because out here in Australia they did that once. Our, our Australian government they couldn't agree, so they closed down the government. Well, that very same day, the Queen sacked the Australian Parliament and and re-elected a new Prime Minister in in the place to get the country moving again. Makes perfect sense to me. It, what, what amazes me, and I, I, and I said this on the Deepest Look show as well, I don't proclaim to understand American politics in any way, shape, or I. form. But <laughs> when you've got someone who's supposed to be the, the figurehead, the leader of, of, of the free world, in, in Barack Obama being president, why can't he order them back to work? Order the country to keep going? I mean, why is American politics so fucked up that the man in charge is not really in charge. It's because of the system of checks and balances and how they're supposed to work, but they don't really work, in my opinion, a whole other story. In the, in the United States, in the constitutional government, you have three branches of government. You have the judicial, which is the Supreme Court. You have the legislative, which is the Congress, you know, the House of Representatives and the Senate. And then you have the uh, presidential uh, executive branch. I couldn't think of the word. And they're supposed to check and balance one another. So everything has to be in balance for things to happen. Mm -hmm. In in general theory, that's very broad. Well, I I understand the theory, and that kind of makes sense. But when they wouldn't pass, it it all has to do with the the debt limit of of the country. They wouldn't raise the debt limit to allow the government to borrow more money to continue to operate. Mm-hmm. So, so, and the one political party wanted to cut all this stuff out. The other political party says, you're not cutting that out. You da, 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 back and forth, back and forth. You know, it's a bunch of people pissing in the wind, in my opinion. 
None of them give a darn about the average citizen anyway. Mm. They, they could care less about somebody like me sitting here. They don't like us. They're career politicians. They're all idiots. Sorry, I'm ranting. But it's just stupid. And, and the sad part is they actually forced some people to go back to work. People tagged as essential personnel. I have friends that are air traffic controllers. They had to go to work. They weren't getting paid their full amount, and they're going to get back pay when they get caught up. But it, it's just a freaking mess. I mean, hmm. and this isn't the first time the government has shut down. And yeah, it's, it's been the first time for a while, though, isn't it? Like a couple um, of decades, I think. From no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that long. I think the last time it happened was back during President Bush Jr.'s. I can't remember. Oh, God. It's a wonder you guys lived through him. Sorry, but on the international scale, he was a douchebag. And our Prime Minister had a friendly kiss-kiss, hug-hug relationship with him, too. So, you know... And, look, no politician's good. Let's let's be honest. Australian politicians are shit as well. They're all... They're all oh, yeah. They're all as crappy as each other. They... The problem is when you're voting to declare who you want in Parliament and who you want to represent you, you just go with the guy with the most common sense at the time. Because bottom line is, once they get power, they abuse power, and then it just doesn't work well anyway. So uh, it, it just seems so strange from an outsider looking in that, that one of the big superpowers of the world can just shut down and... And, and and not skip a beat from the outside world. It, it looked like America didn't stop, which is it, I find it interesting. Didn't, it didn't. It didn't really. I mean, I live outside of Washington D.C. Um, the government furloughed eight hundred thousand people, mm -hmm. put them out, and for a few days, my commute was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> No federal workers on the road, so it really, you know, I felt bad for these people because they're not getting money, they're not yeah. able to pay their bills. Possibly, don't I, I don't mean to make light of that situation, but it was great for my commute. But then, as they started to call back essential personnel, you know, it bogged down. And then well, I can't remember what it was yesterday or Wednesday. Excuse me, as we're recording this, they had gone back to work, and it's like, oh crap, here goes my commute down the toilet again. <laughs> But, you know, it is what it is, and it, it moves on. It, but it's happened, I this is the, in my memory, and I know it's happened more than that, this is like the third or fourth time. This isn't even the longest amount of time it's been shut really? down, wow. if, if, if history serves, if my memory serves me correctly. So, you know, it is. It, and the funny part is, okay, you had the one side, they're trying to push through all this. Then you had the other side to get people to get on their side, they're they they're they're telling uh, the the park service rangers and all this stuff, you know, make it as miserable as you can for people coming to our national parks to visit the national monuments and all this stuff because they had the World War II memorial opened up and they blocked the veterans who you know who are now oh, in really? their eighties and nineties from getting to the memorial. Ah, oh, that's just that sucks. It's, it, it's just stupid stuff like that. And they had, then you had the people that started, and you see it on Twitter. You can start to see where people photobombed, and they were, um, they would sneak in, and people were taking pictures of themselves at national parks. Catch me if you can, and then posting the pictures, you know. And yep. 
because I saw a bunch of them from people that just walked onto the battlefield at Gettysburg and, you know, <laughs> all these places. Yeah, come on, Mr. Park Ranger, find me. You're not at work, you know, and all this crap. It's like How ridiculous. It's, it, 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 it was stupid. I mean, it shows how you can take something that had a noble idea behind it and screw it up so bad yeah. when you have a bunch of idiots that don't care, as I said, about the average guy. They only care about lining their pockets, screwing the average guy, and moving on. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's all about show. You know, it's just stupid. It it's is. Just stupid. Pol- politics are. I, I've never really understood why we need politicians. Obviously, I understand for countries and, and nations to move forward and, and keep progressing. But the amount of time that they spend arguing with each other over trivial matters. You know, our politicians out here may not close down the parliament, but they will spend a week arguing about whether or not someone's gone to a wedding and used public tax funds, you know, used, a, a, a say, a car, for instance. There's a Commonwealth-owned car. There's a government-owned car to get to that wedding. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, bloody figure out our economy, figure out how to build better roads and progress us as a, a country and so forth. I don't give a shit if someone goes to a damn stupid wedding and takes a Commonwealth car. Just do it as well, long as you get stuff done. Well, you know, then we've got politicians around here over the years, and there's even some current ones that uh, the theory is that they're abusing stuff. They have private jets. These are politicians. We're on the East Coast, and these are politicians in the Central and West Coast of the United States. I can't prove it. I don't know if it's true or not. That they're getting weekend trips home on the taxpayer's dollar. Yeah, we, we have the same thing here. Private, on private jets. I'm going like, you asswipes. <laughs> yeah, we, we have the same thing here. Because we've got a, a large land mass similar to America as well, uh, you know, we, we've got politicians coming from all over the country. And so generally they, they fly to Canberra, which is, is our central hub like Washington is to you guys in the US. And then they stay there the week. And then on the weekends they fly back. But of course... They're getting paid 150 grand a year, but do you think they use their own money? No, it's all taxpayer funded, and it's and and then what gives me the shits is recently in Australia there's been a lot of reports from the welfare organisations that help to feed people who are you know either suffering financially, they're living on the streets, they're homeless, whatever, and they don't have enough money and enough food to feed the people that are, are actually needing it. And yet these fat pigs are politicians, and that's all I can call them. It's the nicest thing I can call them, Kevin. They just take all their money, like a, a big piggy bank, and, and just go and spend it on themselves and go everywhere and don't give something to the little man. I, I honestly... You know what? I, I The one thing about American politics that I really do like is you're not forced to vote. If an Australian over the age of 18 doesn't vote, we get charged. Yeah, you told me that about and, the... And that's just, that's bullshit. Absolute bullshit, because I don't want to vote for any of them. I can't stand any of them. I don't want to put my vote... We're not living in a free society in Australia. We're living in a society where we have to have a vote. I mean, the the funny thing was a, an aunt of mine, lovable aunt, she, um, she said, you know, I, I go to the polling booth and I get my name ticked off. Then I go and I stand in the pretend cardboard box and I don't write anything down. It's a secret ballot. 
And then after a minute, I go and I put it in that stupid bin and I didn't vote for any of the bastards. <laughs> and it's like, yep, I, I agree with that. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things that you, you shouldn't be forced to vote and then you shouldn't be fined. So I do like the way the US uh, election system is set up because it's then up to the individual. If the individual wants to, go and vote for a particular politician, a particular party, you can, but you're not forced to. And if you don't, then you're not going to face a... I don't know what the fine is. I, I got a fine once for not voting. I have a feeling it was about $150 or something for not voting. Wow. Yeah. And it's just, oh, really? Come on, give me a damn break. And they hound you for it. If you don't pay, they, they'll send debt collectors and everything. They, they hound you for it. They're assholes. No, and, and of course, we don't vote on paper, at least... It varies from uh, county to county and from state to state, or more state to state here in the United States. We vote on electronic devices now. See, that, um, wh- why can't we sit at home on our computer and vote that way? It, it'd be absolutely perfect. I don't need to go to a little cardboard box, tick off my name. I can go and tick off my name on a computer. It's like, come on. And, you know, and then if someone hacks it, then, you know... Well, someone else gets in, but whatever. <laughs> no, well, now see, for us, is you get this thing, it's like a giant uh, uh, tablet television screen, and you go in, you got like a, a little blinder around you. Now, that's what it is currently here in Virginia. And you touch the screen on next to, and it puts a little check mark. And if there's more than one page of, you know, things to vote on, amendments to the Virginia Constitution, local politicians and state politicians, um, federal poli- federal offices and all this stuff you're voting on. And when you, you get done, you hit OK. It says, you sure about this? Yep, you hit OK, and it blinks, and then they come in and they clear it, and it, it just tabulates it. They just plug yep. in and download it. Now, it used to be, when I first started voting, um, when I was 18, would have been the first uh, first election I was eligible to vote for was the first time Ronald Reagan ran for president. That was the first election I was eligible mm-hmm. to vote in. Um, back he did, he then, didn't get had, in that time, did he? Yeah, he did. He did? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this, I just had some feeling that he didn't get in the first time. Because I know that happens in Australian... But let me ask you, can... So Al Gore, he didn't get in when, when George Bush Jr. Uh, got in. Uh, now, if Al Gore wanted to go back up and, and try and run for president again, is he allowed to? Okay, yep. so he can't, because that's the way Australia works as well. Someone can go up and then not get elected, and then 10 years later they can try it again. Oh, no, there's no limit. He could keep trying every time, but you got to get one of the political parties. Because to of the way things you. have devolved, you got to get a political party to back you mm-hmm. to have any chance of being recognized. So. Usually, if you fail for a political party like uh, John McCain did or uh, uh, Robert Dole or any, they're not going to put you back up as uh, mm-hmm. or put you back out as a candidate. Yeah, if you didn't make it one time. So, uh, but you used to back then. You went in, and you actually stood inside this thing, and you had little levers you had to pull. Oh, down. really? And it put a little X, and then when you got done, you had this big lever you closed, opened, and. It coped, It was like the uh, from the Wizard of Oz almost. Oh, really? Wow! Don't pay attention to that man behind the curtain. You know, <laughs> 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 the levers doing that. And we did that for years. It was that way. Uh, it's only been maybe the last two presidential elections. It's been electronic. Mm-hmm. 
I think no the uh, when Bush ran for a second term, that was electronic. But his first term from... wasn't though, from memory, because wasn't that the reason why they had problems calculating it in Florida? Because they were still on on sort of the paper system almost. Florida still is on the paper system again. Ah. It's state by state how they vote. That's stupid. I'm not going to argue with you. But it's state <laughs> by state. It's state by state. They determine how they vote. And as far as I know, Florida still uses a paper ballot. Wow. And the and the faming ha- famous hanging chads, you know, did they actually mean to punch that or did they not mean to punch that? Is it partially it's like, oh, good God. <laughs> I, too, too finicky. It's like, move on, move up to technology, make it happen. Well, yeah, I, it's just weird and. I, you know, I've been voting now for 40 some years, so I just, the hell with it, you know. I am proud to say, though, there's nobody in political office at the federal government level that I voted for. Congratulations. I I voted. I always vote. You you know what's good? When that that happens, you can never be disappointed in how the country's run. That's right. They're all assholes. Absolutely. Works perfectly. And I get to call them that because I voted, but none of them won. So. Woohoo! Yeah, I, it's it's just weird. Anyway, we don't want to be too political. No, and, and I don't. As I've said, I don't proclaim to understand American politics. I don't even claim to understand Australian politics. I just, when stupid things happen, I just go, "What? What the hell? Is, that's taxpayers' money that you're wasting on this shit. Why do that?" So, uh, and yeah, it just it surprised me when the country could close down and, and the president had no control over that. And I just thought that was really strange. Um, yeah. But you, so. can guarantee, you can guarantee the NSA didn't close down. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The, 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 well, the terrorists couldn't get in. Cause of course the thing from the outside, outside American probably within was okay. Terrorism. You guys have an open door now. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, anyway, it's just, it's just a weird thing, but, Hey, there's nothing better than making fun of a, a bunch of idiot politicians. That's all I've got to say. Absolutely. Hey, Kevin, you know what? Speaking of being made fun of, and I don't know if we've been made fun of, but Mr. Man Who Shall Remain Nameless and I have become a, a little bit controversial. I think we're challenging each other vicariously through podcasts to see who can rant more. And it's being picked up because I got some feedback on NAMP the other day about, I wonder if Mark actually shut up how much of a contribution the guests would actually have to the show. I kind of wonder that myself. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and it'd probably be a zero of a zero. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Um, yeah, don't, don't, don't zipper it up and throw away the key in, in, in approval of that statement. Um, <laughs> but then Mark Shepard, our, our good friend on Twitter, Mark Shepard, he, he he sort of, you know, posed, well, you know, Mark and Scott do a lot of ranting, but, you know, which one's kind of better at it or, or whatever. And, and you know what, I didn't pick it up, but then I listened to the latest version of Pocket Size Podcast, and the last couple of episodes, Scott's been getting really fired up with different things. And I love it when Scott rants, because, and, and Mark Shepard said, it's whiny and it's whingy. Well, yeah, but I... I love ranting. I think it's the greatest thing in the world. I think it, it it's like taking all your debating skills 
and putting it into a, a small period of time and making sure that no one else can come into the conversation to say something to derail you until the end, until you've said everything you need to say. You're sitting there ranting right now. About you ranting. About, and talking about the man who shall remain nameless, and then four times you dropped his name. Did I? Yes. Oh, well. Jeez, oh, Flip, you can't even rant, right, when you're ranting about ranting. Yeah, but see, when I'm, you, going when... To, I'm going to rant about the fact that you can't rant because you don't know how to rant without doing the rant. Now, speaking of rants, I have, to, I have to fess up to the listeners. On last week's episode, by the time you hear this, it'll be last week's episode, I had a rant, too, so in all fairness. I ranted about iTunes and the changes to iTunes. I'm a podcast junkie, well-known, well, well-known. And I was so pissed off about the changes they made with iTunes 11.1 or whatever it was. And I ran it on about the fact that you could, you would download podcasts, listen to them and delete them, but they still showed up in the fracking list. They didn't delete. They were still there waiting to be downloaded again. That annoys me. I mean, you take somebody well, you, that you, You're never going to listen to a show I've done again? Thanks, mate. Only the ones you're not on. But the other... <laughs> but, the, but the other thing is... I'm never inviting you on my show again, Kevin. Yes, you will. The, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not on! No, that'll be when you're on. Anyway, the... <laughs> You're not going to win this argument. And remember, I have people inside your life that can make your life miserable. Oh, they already do, so that's all right. I just ignore them. They can make you even more miserable. Oh, okay. Well, you know, can't get much worse than it is. (laughs) But no, apparently they released an update. I don't know when, and it did clean it up. So now when I delete the episodes, the name deletes out of the list, and everything in my podcast feed looks the way I want it to look. But I was so pissed. I went. I got on Twitter. I ran it about it. I ran it about it on last week's show, which was recorded two weeks ago in the past in real time. But you'll just be hearing next week in, in podcast time, but it was actually recorded three weeks ago at that point in real time. Say again? Yeah, that's exactly right. So that, oh, you know... <laughs> crikey, does my head in. I'll I tell you what. I go away and I'll leave you in charge for three weeks, and uh, all hell breaks loose. Yep. That's it. I'm a, I'm, well, that goes along with my birthmark that I discovered when I got my hair cut. There's a little 666 written on the back of my head. Woohoo! Good work. Do you not know that reference? Yes. Devil. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you did woo, not... Woohoo, good work. 666, you're, you're devil. And... Here, I give you an opportunity to insult me and slam me. One of the few but, times there might be a slight character. But, but see, I, see I, 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 can't, I can't do that, Kevin, because if I go to hell, then, you know, I'm, I'm going to be branded that too. Um, yeah, but never, never mind. I'm not going <laughs> to. There's, there's a whole other joke in there that I'll just let go. Oh, please, and, please. And you just think about the Klingons and what they're going to do to you. No, I'll be right. They, they won't clean on. <laughs> Not as long as you eat plenty of fiber and drink lots of water. Better have a drink now. There we go. <laughs> I, 
I'll have the anal leakage without the Klingons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, what's it? Uh, we had that rant one time. I had a rant. Uh, God bless him. Bring up poor Mark Shepard again. Mark, hi, how you doing, buddy? Love you, dude. We got on a, a rant. It's been probably three, four years ago now. Him, Mark Shepard, myself, our friend Allison Sheridan, and Steve Sheridan about toilet paper and whether you should go over the top over. around the back. And I think over. you and I have discussed it before. And it was funny. On Lifehacker, which is one of my favorite websites to read, they did a whole article and asked people for their opinions on over the top, <laughs> around the around Always the over. It did. Over the top one. And then some guy threw in the thing about, well, what about if you store it vertically instead of horizontally? Do you go... Round to the right, round to the left. But it still goes down. That, I, no. I, I don't know how people can store it horizontally, uh, sorry, vertically, because then the paper kind of falls and you don't get a clean sheet. So the whole idea is you want to get that clean sheet. It's the same with scrunches versus folders. I am so much a folder. Here we go again. Please, listeners, I'm so sorry. But see, like, I'm, I'm a double folder almost because uh, I pull the toilet paper up, right? And then I tear it off and then I, I fold it gently one way and then I fold it again. But I make sure that the toilet paper is slightly going to the, the left and then I fold it again so that it's slightly going to the right, slightly to the left. So I get a double-sized piece of toilet paper to wipe my double-sized ass with. And listeners, you, I am so sorry for bringing this up. That now that you have a picture of Mark doing his anal retentive things about his analus or whatever, oh dear God, that picture is going to. Poor Mike is going to get sick when he listens to yeah, this. Yeah, but you episode. don't, you don't want to miss and get it on your hands. Oh dear God! <laughs> but they did, they did mention. I'm going to get away from this because there's just no way good to go. There's. <laughs> There's a there was one good thing they did mention. They said the reason some people would want to go over the back is if you have small children or cats are famous for it. I've seen dogs do it too. For unrolling the toilet paper. Oh, yeah. it, it it reminded me of time years ago my wife and I first got married. This would have been back in the late eighties. And uh we came home from work one time. We lived in a townhouse, a three story townhouse at that point. We can't and we had two cats, but we came home from work one time. And from the bathroom all the way on the top floor, all the way down the steps and out into the living room downstairs with the trail of toilet paper. Oh, good God. One cat playing with it. It was, it, I mean, it was so funny. I mean, like, you couldn't yeah. help but laugh. It's just, he had, and because he didn't have any front claws. Mm-hmm. He, he, he had been declawed when we got him, which I would never do to a cat now after I figured out what it actually is. Um, but it was so funny. And he's just sitting there like, what? What's wrong? I, I I don't know. It just blew that way. I didn't do it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Cats are innocent. Yeah, they are. It's well, the cat we have now, Lucy. She'll do something like that, and you'll catch her doing it. And she'll look. And she's like, "What? I didn't do it. <laughs> what me? <laughs> Even if you catch her in the act of doing something, she'll look at you like, "No, what me? Honestly, what me? Somebody else." <laughs> That's funny. It, it, it yeah it's 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 very very bizarre, so 
Well, let me ask you this. With, uh, with the upcoming holiday season, have you bought any Christmas presents yet? Not yet. Not, not quite. I mean, I'm buying stuff all the time. Um, and then I put it away for the kids. And then some things they get once a week on a Friday if they've been really good at school and so forth. And then some things get put in the big box for Christmas. And then we just sort of pull stuff out so that we don't have to go and do a last-minute shop. So that's the way we do it. Um, and probably yet again I'll get nothing for Christmas because Greta will forget. God bless her. The, uh... <laughs> I can't win. Why do I bother talking to this man? I just cannot win. Maybe (sighs) your friends, the Klingons, could help you. Anyway, the, um. (laughs) No, no. I've actually been Christmas shopping since June. Mm hmm. I've been buying. Did I mention it already? No, but you have been doing that very annoying bloody countdown of 103 days to Christmas. Oh my god. Will you stop. Will you stop tweeting that shit out on Twitter? There's only nine weekends left between now and Christmas. Yeah, but that's not what Twitter's for. But I didn't start really retweeting that stuff a lot until I noticed how much it annoyed you. I know. Now I look in my feed and I go, I want to unfollow this guy, but I can't unfollow him. Because if I do, then he'll say bad things about me and I won't know unless someone else decides to tell me. (sighs) It's just called Catch-22. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Exactly. And, and Kevin, your internet's fucked up again, so I'm going to hang up and call you back, and we'll we'll get the second bit of this show finished. All right. Stupid American internet, I don't know. (laughs) Stupid Aussies. Never, never. All right, there we go. Hopefully, we can now record... Yes, I can see Kevin flipping me the bird because he's got no respect for Australians. I bet he he really hoped that they would have properly blown up the Great Barrier Reef. No, we just missed. Well, you were aiming for my house, were you? Not your house. Me. You. <laughs> well, yeah, but see, that, that was a big miss. I mean, geez, how could you not spot me? Well, they they shuffled the money from the government into another place, so they didn't have the targeting system set up appropriately. Sounds sounds like America. Yep, bum, exactly. Bum, bum innocent, poor innocent little you know life sanctuaries. Yeah, I don't really care. The, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like like I always say when somebody when something goes like that, ah, oh, nuke them. <laughs> nice. Now he wants to nuke me. Just a small tactical nuclear device. Oh, sure, yeah, because we wouldn't want, you know, a big one. Oh, I have to tell you something funny. Well, it's not funny. It's sad and funny at the same time. I have a friend here in town locally that has been in business for 27 years, and he's, has, he's having to go out of business. That's he runs a military surplus store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Alan, if you happen to be listening, again, I'm very sorry that your business is closing. But I hadn't seen him for a long time, so I stopped in his store Oh, two, three weeks ago now, maybe four, just to say hi and see how he was getting along. Talked to him for a little bit, and I looked around in the store to see what he had, because everything's on sale, of course, because he's trying to clear inventory. And I happened to find in there, uh, and I mentioned it to my daughter when I got home, they had uh, military bags that had contained gas masks Mm -hmm. at one time. 
and I told her about how big they were. She wanted one for a purse. So I ended up oh. buying, she, I took her to the store. She found one. And so it's this military, it's the, the olive drab green or whatever color you want to call it. And she's using it as a purse now. And then on the outside of it, it says uh, gas mask for chemical or biological warfare, <laughs> U.S. Army. That's cool. So she's carrying that as a purse now, which is just, I just think, hilarious. It actually is about the size of a woman's purse. And this thing weighs, you know, it's thick, it's heavy. You know, it's 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 just hilarious. And But she she loves it. You know, seven bucks. Yep. When else are you going to buy a purse for $7? <laughs> Never. They actually had one there. I may go back and get one. A thing there that was the perfect size for an iPad. Oh, really? For a, <laughs> wow. But, some, but somehow walking around with that, you know, I, you know, I'm at work. I sit down in a meeting. I take out a military thing. You know, and they, what the heck is he doing? I mean, they're already... They're I, already I think little, that all the time anyway. Well, there's already that worry. I always kid around the fact that I'm an ex-postal employee that owns an assault weapon. So they're always, you know, I always make that. Yeah, because you could go postal any time. Never, not me. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you put up with me long enough, you will. Yep. Well, Gretel and I have a mutually assured self-destruction clause written into our friendship agreement. Cool. It's mutually assured we destroy you. Ah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you, dude. <laughs> yep. But what are you going to do about it? Oh, I've got the plans. Do you want to see them? <laughs> Just like the plan to show me your kilt the, uh, and the, the webcam that goes up your kilt. No, no, we don't need to. No. Oh, my God. Kevin's undressing in front of me now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. It's a wonder he didn't just break the camera, the eyesight camera on his Mac after doing that. Mm -mm. Oh, talk about new equipment. I was fortunate enough to get a new computer to use at work. Ooh, I've got an Oh, I forgot. I got an iPhone 5S. Oh, that's really nice. I, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, look, I, 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 look, it's really cool because when it's locked... All I need to do is, is click and hold, and it unlocks. Oh, is that good? So now the NSA has your fingerprint. Yeah, oh, well, you know, what are they going to do about it? And I just took that screenshot so I could get your credit card numbers, too. Yeah, that's all right, because that's not my credit card number, because I've, I've got the book book. So it makes me look studious and smart, you see, Kevin? Uh which of course that's a I miracle. Am. That that's a miracle device. It is. It, <laughs> it, it 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 makes me someone I'm not. Thank God. Uh, no, that that's that's my Medicare card. I don't put my my precious cards in the window view because if I am using the iPhone and someone looks across, all they can do is is see how to uh, get free healthcare, and that's it. So, so yeah. how do you, so, so all jokes aside, how are you liking your iPhone 5s? Love it. Um. You, you know how I used to say that I, I wasn't too sure, like I wanted the, the wider screen as well as the taller? Well, I don't really now that I've got the 5. When I had the 4, I definitely wanted the wider and taller. But the 5 is actually a really a good screen size, so I'm actually very happy with it. It's fast. Amazingly fast. And to give you an idea, say for instance if I want to 
record this show in Twisted Wave. Well, on the iPhone 4, it would take Twisted Wave about 10 minutes to import the show before I could start editing. The 5S, 30 seconds. Wow, that's a huge difference. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know what? Oh, actually, I, I sold my iPhone 4. I got $295 for it, and it was only the 16 gig model too. I was blown away, because that's a third of what I paid for this one. And uh, yeah, just absolutely fantastic. So uh, thankfully, it runs much better than the iPhone 4, especially on iOS 7. Let's let's put it this way. I The iPhone 4 was good under iOS 6. It was reliable, it was solid. Put 7 on it, and boy, the, the user experience really was lacking and it just wasn't quite really? as, and what for what I do I know you and me we, we use the, our phones differently I mean you you use yours about as you, as useful as someone with a flip phone would uh, whereas I'm using mine for yeah you can flip me the bird because you know you, <laughs> you use a flip phone uh, but in, in all honesty that's, that's why I don't have an iPad and I'll never buy an iPad again I don't care what they come out with next week or this next week or when this is released last week or whenever last week next week in the reverse order or other way around so what last week next week in reverse okay, order okay. other way around i'm confused the hell already uh but no, the, ah. the 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 iphone is my tablet is my iphone is my ios device that's the only device i want besides my macbook air so I'm very content running a MacBook Air 11-inch. I'm very content running an iPhone, and that's all I use. I have no intention to get another iPad. Uh, I don't feel that there's enough space in my life to fully utilize a third Apple device, and that's what it sort of comes down to, is that I'm, I'm the type of person, I, I know yourself, Kevin, you've got a lot of different technology lying around the house that maybe doesn't get used as frequently. And I know a lot of people listening to this show have exactly the same thing. And I'm not that type of person. If I'm not using it, I've got to get rid of it, get the money back. Uh, and if I if I don't use it and I don't miss it, then I shouldn't have had it in the first place. Honestly, after three years of using an iPad, I think, uh, I got rid of my iPad mini and not once, honestly, and that's honest to God, not once have I looked to where's my iPad, or, oh, I need an iPad. I have not done that. So what it proved to me is that I was, I was holding it, Ron. I was trying to do something with <laughs> the iPad that it, it was never designed to do. It was never designed to be a work machine, never designed to be a productivity machine. I tried. I pushed the limits. It worked for a while. But ultimately, I, I proved it to myself that the MacBook Air was the, the system I should have always had. And then just one really good iOS device, and that's of course the the five S. And who told you that a long time ago when you were espousing the virtues of the iPad? Come know. on, who who was Some, right? Someone. Tell me Pat, who was Pat right. Patman. Tell me who was right. Actually, Come on, little Pat, boy. Pat Patman calls them a Fisher Price toys. So. <laughs> you, Tell Kevin, me who was you, Kevin. Yes. You were right. You were right. I know. See? Even though you've got so much text sitting around, that I—I—I I, I tell you, I, I love the episode you did while I was away with all the USB sticks, and that—that uh, <laughs> that was fun. That was funny. But yeah, um, I, did, 
I have a USB problem. Oh, and uh, while I'm thinking about it, a uh, shout out to my friend Janet, who I think has now been become a listener of the show, and I think she might be also letting her uh, class that she teaches at the DeVry Institute listen in too. Oh, so, good God. a shout out to them. Jesus Christ, what are, what are we doing? We're, we're getting popular now, Kevin. Does that mean that I, I, I've got to talk a certain way and, and be different? Because we, we've got a class listening. Yeah, but you have no class, so it doesn't really make any difference. Bingo, that works for me. I, I tell you <laughs> what, I, 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 I've got to wonder. I mean, you're podcasting with this really whiny, annoying Aussie guy. Your friends that listen in real life, are they going to stay your friends? Or are they just going to think that we're nutballs? Um, they know I'm a nutball. Good. Okay, that that answers that. Because I, I I feel sad if your friends were no longer your friends because you podcast with an idiot. No, they know you're an idiot. Good. And they're okay Good. with me being a nutball. So it works out very well all the way around. I'm glad to hear that because it would just upset me. It would. Well, only a little bit. I mean, you know, an ant's penis size of a little bit. So just like yourself, it would just upset you just a little bit. Not just like myself. I, you know, I'm like a, a, a big bear. Uh, you're actually more like a sugar bear. Like honey oh, boo-boo not sugar. that again. Oh, my God. No, I you walked did. right into that shit. No. Damn, Tim Chatton. God love you, Tim Chatton. Uh, God bless Tim Chatton. Actually, I'm recording with Tim on on Sunday, Sunday US time. Uh, it'll be a live show, so people will get to see me live talking about the original Game Boy, and because uh, Tim Tim got a, a, a Game Boy collection. And oh, I saw that. That is awesome looking. I know. Do you know I had everything in there, all, all the hardware bits, not all the games, of course. But I never got the carry case, but I had all the, the game hardware. And I actually helped him because he thought that the big battery pack was just a, a power adapter. And I said, no, no, no. I actually had one of those. That's the very first rechargeable uh, battery pack that Nintendo officially released for any portable system. And so it's going to be an absolute cool show. It, it's going to be a short show. It's going to be one of the special episodes that Tim does. And uh, so it'll be probably about 45 minutes, but if you guys remember Game Boy 1989 and the games that were associated with it, that's what we'll be talking about. It'll be a focus show just dealing with that. And my memories of having that as a child and and really just loving that experience like none other that I can recall. Well, you have, now the listeners, by the time this show comes out, it'll have already aired. But they yeah. can go back and watch it on YouTube, of course. No, my son, uh, the video that Tim did review, or when he got it in, showing what all he had in it, he posted on YouTube, to, I don't know, about three days ago in yep. real time. Um, and I showed it to my son the other night, and he said, oh, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, he said, did I'm you so have one of those? He said, did you have one of those when you were a kid, Dad? I went, no, they didn't exist when I was a kid. <laughs> no, you, you were 19- like in your mid-30s by that stage. Uh, no, uh, 19, well, wait a minute, 1980, when did, were they, when did they come 89. out? 89. So you would have been in your early 20s? No, I was almost 30 years old. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Um, yeah, look, you know, sometimes... They, and, you sort of get this, when someone else gets something that's really cool, you go, oh, why did I sell mine? Why did I get rid of it? Of course, we do that with technology all the time, or I do anyway. I sell the stuff I'm not using to get new stuff. 
problem is that then I go, oh, but I really wanted that. And it is it is a cool piece of gear because it's the first time that we actually had full fleshed out games that you could play in the palm of your hand. Whereas before we had that, the, the most you could play in the palm of your hand, full flushed out in the palm of your hand. Stop laughing at me, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're the one that said you were doing things with the palm of your hand. I do lots of things with the palm of my hand. With full flesh. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm purely here, listeners, for his comedic entertainment. Because without me, he'd be a sad, sad little man. I have never been a little man. <laughs> All right, so you're fleshing out in your little hand there. Okay, this was the first time that we went from the, the like single screen and two screen game and watch systems, Kevin. Get your head out of the gutter. You've been at work all day. The head's been in the toilet. Take it out. Take it out. Oh, my God. Um, I'm sorry. Yes, no, anyway, I'm sorry. Butter, butter, oota, butter, oota. Okay, go ahead. Now I don't want to go ahead. Oh, boy. Now, it, it was the first time that we actually had interchangeable games with the console that was handheld that you could sort of take everywhere with you. And so it was revolutionary to the computer gaming industry. And still to this day, uh, Nintendo's handhelds are extremely popular. Uh, you know, they, they may not be quite as popular as they once were now with iOS and Android coming in and, and different games coming in there. But, look, I can honestly tell you that the games are better on the Nintendo platform. And it's not because you spend more money. It's not because it's got buttons. They're just better thought out. They're, they're, just, they're not graphically better by any stretch of their imagination. The graphics on the iOS devices are beautiful. But the gameplay experience and the whole package is, is much better. And that's why I still play uh, Nintendo-based handheld gaming. Uh, plus, they don't have the stupid in-app purchases. So you don't yeah. need to worry about that. You buy the cartridge, you either download it off, off the Nintendo eShop, or you buy it on the disc, and that's it. You don't pay again. That's the game. And sometimes you'll get a software update because they fixed something or there was a bug or something. That's great. That's free. Yeah. You know, maybe you'll get some DLC that might cost, but it's not an in-app purchase because... You don't have to buy it to play the frigging game. Doesn't make any difference. It's just extra levels. I wish I had the amount of time to sit down and play games like I used to. I just, I just flat don't have the time to do it as much as I. Now I do. I inherited the uh, DSXL. Yep. We talked about that about a year ago because I gave my wife. She gave me her DSXL, which I think I might have given that to her too. I don't remember. Um, and I have a DS too. And I can count on my hands, my fingers, and my toes the number of hours I've spent gaming on it. It's not that I don't enjoy it, but I just don't have that kind of time. I'm always doing other things. And I'm not talking about stuff for for work. I'm not talking about my professional life. I'm talking about... You've you got know, flesh when I'm in hand and, and, and doing stuff that way. You've got you've got your flesh in hand and you're <laughs> twisting it around. And I'm trying to figure out, you know. And I'm just sitting here doing a little cyber stalking on you, trying to find a picture of your house and target the nuclear weapons. And I say, please target him. The um, 
But yeah, I I really wish I, I I have to say I live a little bit vicariously through Tim and the oh, amount he, of gaming he gets. I to, don't know to how do. he does it. Like he he buys Pokemon last weekend, and I was going to buy the Pokemon X as well, and uh, and 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 then he comes back to me and, and says, "Oh, you know when you're going to verse me?" And and within forty eight hours, he's played twenty hours of the game. He's leveled up his characters and and his fighting ability so much that's like. Uh, yeah, no, never. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, and look, he, he admits that, you know, without a family and so forth, you know, he just, he goes home and he can afford to play the games and so forth. Whereas us guys who have families, we can't afford to do that. What I find that I do, Kevin, is because I love so many different media types, I find that I do all my work during the day and then at six o'clock after dinner, from then till the time I go to bed, that's my relaxation time. Now, that's the time when I either watch a movie or I'll watch TV episodes or I'll read a book or I'll play a game. And it's one of those things that it's very important to, to have that for your own sanity so that you, you know, have that relaxing time. But in saying that, to have the relaxing time, you've got to time manage yourself to make sure that you do that stuff because otherwise I'd be just like you. If I, if I get on Twitter after dinner, uh, it's nine o'clock by the time I'm off Twitter and after having conversations and so forth. So I've got to remember, okay, it's not important to tweet. I really want to play this game or I really want to watch this movie. And you almost force yourself to switch off. There's so much multimedia and so much to do now and so much to have fun with that it gets really, really hard to, to, keep up with everything and then to experience the stuff you love and I actually doing this university course I was thinking man I gotta cut some stuff out and you know I, I cut some of the shows out that I do and and Tim's gone on yeah. and done a, a great job with both of the shows taking them to video and everything they're brilliant I love watching what he does with those uh it's much better than when I was on hosting with him let me put it that way he's done a much better job than I could have and I, I just couldn't commit the time to making sure I play that game or, or stuff so that we could talk about it at the end of the week. And I, I got to thinking, okay, well, I'll give up gaming. I'll stop gaming. I honestly thought that I'd stop gaming so that I could concentrate on the studies. And then I started to really miss it. And then I'm going, there's no point. There is no point in studying my ass off, working my ass off, and then not doing what I enjoyed doing. So that, that's why I decided, well, every second night is going to be dedicated to a gaming night. It's just, I get a game, whatever it is, sit there, play it and enjoy it until I don't feel like playing it anymore. Then the other nights in between are going to be the watching TV or watching movie nights. And then that way I, I get my enjoyment and, uh, and, and do it that way. Of course, saying that, you know, I've still got the kids that come in and, and then if they want to play a game, well, I'm not going to play a game I want to play. I'm going to play a game they want to play so that I can interact with them. So, and, and likewise with movies. You know, if they go to bed early, great, I can watch a movie. If not, well, you know, we've got to watch Bambi or whatever the kids want to watch. So, and, and I mentioned Bambi because, you know, I thought the little deer Bambis that you hunt and stuff and it's like, poor little Bambi is delicious. You and Ronnie are exactly the same. And I'm, I'm referring to Ronnie Lutz here, who does the, the Pocket Size podcast with uh, with oh, Scott Oh, is he a Wilson. hunter? Uh, 
sort of former hunter, probably hunts about as much as you, not uh, more, yeah, I, I more when he was younger and, and, and not as much now. But his thing the other day, because he was on NAMP, and after the show, you know, he said, you know, Bambi's yummy, or, or same thing that you just said, whatever that was. Um, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is like having Kevin on the show. Holy crap, there's two of them in America. <laughs> oh, no. So I, uh, I had to laugh. We were talking the other day about hunting, and I was talking at work to somebody, and they said, oh, you used to hunt. And I said, yeah, and I love to hunt. And my next-door neighbor was talking about he and both his sons hunt. And uh, he said they usually get several deer. He said if I end up with a freezer full, he said I'll bring you some. I said, oh, good. I love venison. But I remember the last time I had, I always labeled the meat when I put it in the freezer, Bambi steak, Bambi burger. <laughs> You're a bad, bad man, Kevin Older. Bad, bad Yes, man. I am. Uh, I, and, and, I'll and, take this compliment. You can take that as a compliment. Uh, yeah, so look, bottom line is you've got to make an effort to have that enjoyment, that, you know, after work activity on, on the weekend as well, uh, because you can get so sidetracked and, and Twitter, I know both of us, uh, Twitter as a whole, I can spend hours on there just seeing what people, I, I've got to do what Alison Sheridan suggested, um, which is use Twitter as a fire hose, dunk your head in occasionally, see what's going on and then get the hell out of there because... Otherwise, I will read every single tweet that every single person posts, and then I see your hundred posts about stupid bloody Christmas coming. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know those ones, 102 days till Christmas, 101 days till Christmas, 100 days till Christmas? I don't care! Oh, poor little Marky doesn't like to know when Christmas is coming. Poor little Marky. I just don't care. It's just, I don't know why I don't care. I just, as you know, I'm not a, a Christmas nut like you. Although I must say that I have got into it a lot more with the kids uh, than I was oh, yeah. without the kids. It, it really is a family kind of event. So, you know, we put up the tree, we decorate the house, we make a big deal of it for the kids. But I'll be glad when they grow up and they don't care either. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll have the grandkids, so yeah, you know, I've got to do that side of things as well. And that's provided you haven't killed me by that stage, because you've got a death wish out against me! Uh, just so you know, it's only 1,610 hours till Christmas. Oh, Jesus Christ, he's even got a countdown. Oh my god. I have a whole bunch of sites that are countdown to Christmas. You are nuts. You thank you, thank you very much. Absolutely nuts. I mean, it's, you're why? the one that had the flesh in the palm of your hand, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but that's at least normal. Every guy does it. Any guy that says that they don't is a liar. Just like the ones that, that say, "Oh, I never pee in the shower." You know, I you well, okay. Let's see. Did I? Ha I have a couple of times, but not really well, recently. The old saying is there are two types of people that pee in the shower. Yeah. The ones the ones that, that do and the ones that deny ever doing it <laughs> or something like that. You know, see, at, at the moment in, in the house we're in, the shower and the toilet are in the same room. I mean, we've got two showers and two toilets, so, but I'm talking the main one that I always use. And that's in the same room. So there's no reason to pee in the shower because the toilet's right there. But in the old house before we moved... 
it was in a separate room. So it was like, oh, I've, I've got to get out of the shower and I've got to go to the other room to the toilet and you put water all through the house and you just go, no, I'm just going to pee in the shower. <laughs> and make sure you get it down the hole so that it doesn't get on your feet. Got to aim right. Okay, I just got a picture I didn't really well, want. Well, you don't want splashback. Oh, dear Lord. Splashback's like the worst. Well, that's why the, the old joke was, why is there always pee on the floor in front of the urinal? Well, the first guy that uses urinal, he misses a little bit. So the next guy that comes up, he steps back a little bit so he doesn't stand <laughs> yeah. And then you just keep going until you're standing halfway across the room trying to... And you're like, arc wee, let, let, let's point it up in the air, wee! <laughs> or be like Sheldon, he has the little tape on the floor. You have to stand yes. to the line to use the toilet. Oh, that's funny. Oh, well, seeing that we've gone for the toilet humor, it's probably time that we call an end to this episode. Plus, I I, I've got to go and take the kids to their swimming lesson anyway. It's time we hit the lever and send this one on down the pipes. Yeah, only the right way, which is the Australian way. You, you guys, you swish backwards. Uh, you swish on your own. I just flush. <laughs> no, no, your water spins the wrong way. Do you want me to take a video so you can see which way my water spins? No, because you'll put a turd in there, and then I'll see the turd going around in the bowl going... Oh, my... I, I tell you, if you want to see something funny, uh, there's a picture. I forget how I, I... I saw somebody talk about it. They Googled it. said, if you're ever taking trying to take a, sel- a hot picture of yours as a selfie, make sure you flush the toilet. And there's this picture. You can Google the image on the Internet in Google Images, and here's this cute girl. She's sitting there taking a selfie of herself standing in the bathroom where she's just got on her, like, her underwear. Yep. But then you look behind her, and there's the toilet, and there's a big old turd sitting in the Oh, toilet. man. Hey, hey Kevin, I, I, I'm going to end this episode by, by giving you and the listeners a website that you don't want to know about. Tweet my poo? Ratemypoo.com Oh... Uh, well, there was Tweet My Poo used to be, too. Oh, God. I, don't tweet your poo, people. Don't do it. That's really yeah. putting Twitter in the crapper. Yeah, even I don't want to tweet my own poo. So. Oh, thank God for that. Oh. I'll take the picture and just send it straight to you. Anyway, but uh, it's been great, Mark. I have to admit it's been, uh, uh, you know, I'll be a little serious for the moment. It's It's been great. It's great to have you back. We, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I've missed doing this with you and you know i just could be any more sincere than than saying i really hope that you don't have to miss that many shows again no but anyway (laughs) fingers crossed i'll have enough assignments up my belt that i'll miss at least one more this semester what are you putting up your wear in my belt not up me bum (laughs) uh yeah no look Thanks, Kevin. Um, yeah, I have missed it too. It, it's one of those things that because it's so fun and so jovial, and, you know, some listeners may think that we're serious, and, and, and I, I don't know, Tim Chatham thinks that I seriously wear a mankini. And no, I don't. That's, that's leading on from when I was sick last year, and I said that I went to the beach in a mankini. It's a, it's a whole joke. I don't wear a mankini. No listeners, he bathes naked. There's an image for you. 
Oh God, even I didn't want that image. That's <laughs> shocking. Anyway, Kevin, let, let's uh, let's tell the listeners where they can find out more about you if they so want to, because they probably don't. But we've got to give them the opportunity to give you feedback. They can always find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. God, you got to change that Twitter handle. No, it's become a trademark. I can't now. Oh, it's Uh, irritating. I know, that's why. Thank God you're in my contacts. It makes it easier to send you a tweet. But if I want to type it, it's like, oh, I've got to remember, I've got to do capital B, lower I-N, and then capital V. And it's like, oh, my God. Just go, Kevin. You don't have to capitalize it. But that's how it, it comes works. true. But you don't have to capitalize it. Well, see, I thought you did because what if someone did lowercase in the same handle? You don't have to capitalize it. But anyway, it's B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A because Mark doesn't understand how to use cap lock. And you can also find me at the same yeah. thing over on app.net. Or if you want to know more about other things I might jump into, like the new website I'm planning on launching here for another six, seven months, go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. Did you say new website? Maybe. Don't worry, I've got something new that I'm working on with Pat Mann at the moment and uh, working on with Scott Wilsey and Alistair Jenks. Ah. And, and, and let's see. Yeah, Peter Bird's been told about it as well. So it's a small little community of people that know what I'm doing. I'm about to revolutionize my world. So that's you, Peter, Pat, Scott, and Alistair, right? Yep. So four out of those five I respect. Fuck you. Anyway, you can find <laughs> you can find out more information about me at uh, markgreentree.com and if you want to send negative feedback remember that new email address mark.greentree at uranus.com and if you you get splashback from that saying that it it didn't get delivered then that's okay too so uh, thank you for listening putting up with us uh, through all the ups and downs and the, the flushing and spinning all around until next time take care and please between now and next week Don't forget to hug a geek. I got a bad feeling about this. The App Minute Podcast, your one stop for reviews of iOS apps and Apple-related gear. I like the sound of that. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Join us on the App Minute Podcast on the Stoplight Network. Even Han Solo thinks we're cool. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. What? Count me in. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? <laughs> <laughs>